You're listening to the AISTS Master of Sports Administration podcast, created by Dr. Boris Gojanovich as part of the program Sports Medicine Module. In this series, we attempt to discover, understand, and debate the important issues in the world of sports medicine. Welcome. This is the ASTS Sports Lab podcast, episode one, with Alan Chamorro and Mandeep Sahara. Welcome to our new podcast channel. Tonight's topic will be equipment designed to enhance performance in sports. Alan, I would like to define to our audience what kind of equipment we'll be talking about tonight. Sensors and its applications in sports. And some interesting feedback from the scientific community regarding this topic which seems to have split opinions. Thank you, Mandeep. But before, let's clarify what sensors we will be referring to activity recognition that can provide feedback to the user about the individual's physical activity. Thanks, Alan. These sensors are used in sports today to measure important factors on athletes' performance to determine HRV, EPOC, and VO2 max. Thanks, Mandeep. HRV, EPOC, VO2 max, will you care to expand on explaining to our audience more about these terms? Sure, Alan. HRV is heart rate variability, which helps determine training loads adaptability. EPOC is excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, which is important to determine actual improvement in performance, and VO2 max to determine an athlete's maximal aerobic capacity or oxygen uptake. Thank you for that, Mandeep, for that detailed explanation. I would also like to add that GPS sensors are a new trend in high-performance sports today. Use it to determine speed, pace, and distance covered. Speaking of which, Alan, Professor Gregoire Millet, who is the director at the Institute of Sports Sciences at Lausanne and the part of medical staff at the Wales Rugby Union, shared with me the applications they are using for sensors in the organization. Would you care to elaborate more on that, Mandeep? He mentioned they are applying the use of GPS sensors and video recordings in their training sessions to improve performance in the Wales Rugby Union. They are also using HRV sensors, Alan, and saturation wristwatches for hypoxic sessions. That sounds interesting. But did he mention what are the benefits of using sensors to reach HRV in rugby, Mandeep? Has it helped in some specific areas of the game, according to him, maybe? Actually, he did. He did say HRV is a good mean for monitoring adaptations to training loads. He also mentioned that they would have liked to have breathing frequency and HRV sensors through integrated textile yet, but that's not available yet. Well, what a pity. But actually, Mandeep, some, exper- some experts in the field doubt the impact of our performance claimed by this so-called high-tech equipment. Did he mention how this was measured or validated? He said impact is based on the expertise of the analysis beyond the equipment. However, Non-disturbing systematic data collection would be of great help for monitoring adaptations to training contact, but as again, it's not available yet. Of course, our technology is not developed, so there is no clear, actually, proof of this. It is beyond the analysis of an expert, so which leaves a bit of a gap and a doubt, I would say. But thanks for sharing these thoughts, Mandeep. I would go ahead and use this opportunity to quote another expert in the industry regarding this matter. It's Dr. Richard Budget. Medical and Scientific Director at the International Olympic Committee. He quotes, There are no scenarios in Olympic sport where equipment has enhanced the physiological performance of athletes. 
Obviously, equipment and clothing can have a direct influence on performance when used in competition. Then how can we explain again the latest success of athletes shattering world records with more frequency than if not by the use of claim of brands and equipment designed to increase performance, such as lighter fibers and materials or sensors designed to train and enhance senses? That's a good point, Mandeep. When we address Dr. Budget on this matter, he answered that improvement in performance of athletes year by year is due to improved training methods, improved recovery, and better attention and detail of preparation. He also added that there is an increasing number of elite athletes, therefore a bigger talent pool. Makes sense, Alan, but you know, I'm still not very much convinced. Well, I was expecting you would say that, Mandeep. I actually delivered one last question to Dr. Budget on this matter. My question was, if there was any medical evidence that through electrodes or any other form of sensors, an athlete can increase its performance specifically targeting speed, stamina, or force. And well, Mandeep, Dr. Budget added that physiotherapists already use electronic simulation of muscles for treatment of patients, where there is enforced immobility to reduce wasting, but that there is no clear evidence that this will enhance performance in an athlete without an injury beyond that is what which is possible through normal training. Thank you, Alan. But I think, and it's true, that scientific community is clearly divided on this topic. There isn't really any proof or validation of results. Well, what can I say, Mandeep? This clearly has lots of applications to analyze and evaluate performance, but I don't think sensors can prove that these can enhance physiological performance in an athlete. Alan, I would like to add my conclusion that a handful of companies are developing lots of products for sports. But the hard part is not the development, but the lack of good business models and its applications. I would totally agree on you, Mandeep. There has been an increase of elite athletes and elite organizations using sensors in sports today. Clearly, the problem is we are getting more products and applications in the industry. Well, that is it for us today. We really want to thank our audience for joining us tonight. There is clearly a split division in the scientific community and the sports industry about if sensors do actually increase the performance of an athlete. Uh, we, of course, addressed specifically that sensors have a direct influence on an athlete, but do not validate results or proven methods that can validate this. I would like to say in coming future, we would definitely see in three or four years, whether they have a direct impact on enhancement or not, or as we discussed, on physiological enhancement or just the biological. Pretty good point, actually. There is a direct influence on materials, and I want to call materials, which is clearly an issue here. You have uh, the U.S. swimming team, you have the skating team from the U.S. And, uh, well, I leave the audience with that. I think we had good feedback from the expert. So thank you very much for joining us tonight. Join us next podcast with Alan Chamorro and Mandeep Saharan signing off. Thank you very much and have a good night. Thanks for listening. If you've got questions or comments, share them directly on this track on the AISTS MSA SoundCloud page or visit us at www.aists.org.